Well, hello again, awesomers. Uh, it's me, it's your buddy Steve Simonson. And uh, that's right, we're going live again. And I'm going to post this up uh, later online in the various channels. Uh, but I, I made a post earlier on Facebook or Instagram or one of those things. And just to kind of give an update about one year later for my original update, and I call it a Steve's Health Update. So uh, for those who know me well and for those who uh, follow me on some level, you probably know that I'm a relatively private person. I don't really talk about stuff. Uh, but about a year ago, I shared that, in fact, uh, I got the, the, the cancer call, right? They said, hey, uh, bad news, you got this thing. And they went through and they're like, hey, worst news, uh, you got this thing and it's stage four. And, you know, you look on the scale and you're like, uh, oh, that one's, that one's not so good. Uh, you know, if you want 10 out of 10 on, uh, you know, being good looking or five out of five stars, but you don't want four out of four stages. So that sucks. And uh, when you get that news, it's not not great. And so you really have to start looking at the things that are important to you and urgent to you. And so I I did that and uh, I had to go through the, the series of things, uh, dealing with it with my family and and what does this mean for my businesses? What does it mean for me? And, and so on and so forth. And because I engage with uh, my community and I love entrepreneurs so much, and I was interacting with, you know, 20 to 50 or more entrepreneurs on a weekly basis. And I said, hey, I, this is why I'm sharing this uh, in awesomers.com episode 158, because it's going to change how I have to do business day to day or it has the potential to change how I do business day to day. So that's why I bothered to share. I'd rather not tell anybody. And the, the truth is, um, uh, I you know, I've driven myself to every chemo uh, appointment and driven myself back. <laughs> I've never had symptoms. I, I've never had any issues. And that's how I felt a year ago. And so I'm like, oh, this sucks. I don't like it. But what's the difference? If I feel fine, just, you know, keep calm and carry on, as I like to say. So I'm adding this just for a little context. And then I'm going to give you the, the one-year update. So... Again, about a year ago, uh, I said, you know, I have stage four cancer. And then a lot of people said, oh, what kind of cancer? And I said, well, it's melanoma. And like, oh, good, just skin cancer. And <laughs> uh, by the way, there's no such thing as a good cancer. Uh, although melanoma may start on the skin, uh, it was in my in my guts and 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 uh, in my lungs and my my abdomen. So that's how you get to stage four is it, it moves around. And so there's, there's no good cancer, and my advice to the folks out there who are like, oh, phew, good, you got the good kind, is not to minimize people's uh, risk. In fact, uh, this particular metastatic uh, melanoma has a five-year survival rate of about 5% in the old days and around 20% now. And I'm, I'm a couple years into it, and I, I feel fine. My point is, even though we all want to look for the positive and the, the upside, uh, there's, there's no such thing as a good cancer. Uh, and, and this thing is internal, right? It's in my lungs. It's in my, or it was anyway, in my lungs, my abdomen. And, uh, and again, I'm just adding a little context for everybody out there, uh, who may not be up to speed. So it was internal, but it was slow. And, you know, when, when you first get that, you, you can just get smacked with a giant paradigm shift, right? Uh, you know, a minute ago, you're like, oh, uh, I've got to get a new car or I've got to, yeah, go on a vacation or I need to, 
you know, uh, wash the window, right? There's a bunch of little minutia parts of life. And when somebody goes, hey, uh, you got stage four cancer, it smacks you in the face and it starts to really help you synthesize the priorities of your life and what they should be. And that's, that's, a, that's a blessing, I suppose. That's a positive silver lining. And, you know, my first immediate problem was, well, who do I tell and how do I tell them, right? My, my kids being the number one concern that I had at the time and, and remain my number one concern. And of course, my family and friends. And then, you know, because I'm private, should I tell anybody? And so I went through all of the, you know, positives and negatives. I'm like, well, obviously my kids have to know, uh, but I, I don't want to scare them. I'm terrified for my kids if I disappear in weeks or months uh, or, you know, some short period of time, but they got to know. And by the same token, I feel at that time and I feel today still fine. I don't have any uh, symptoms. I don't really have any uh, significant side effects. So I'm like, let's just, let's just watch this thing and see what happens and, and be aware that, you know, the old saying is death and taxes. It's coming for everybody. You know, you're not going to get out of those. By the way, <laughs> at one time, death and taxes seemed very funny to me. Now it's like a, a grim reality. I, I don't like either topic. So my point is I was not thrilled. And yes, I was scared. Uh, you know, anybody who gets that news is going to be scared. Uh, you don't really want to, to die or you don't want to know you're about to die. Like it's one thing if you get you know, taken down in a, a car crash or plane crash or some, you know, horrific surprise. But to, to kind of have somebody put the uh, timer on you and go, click, uh, you're in bad shape. We don't know the, the situation yet. Let's just see how you respond. That's, it's, it's scary. And I was sad. Uh, there was plenty of times uh, it was difficult. But I always say in the absence of alternatives, what do you do? You do what needs done when it needs doing, right? You just got to, that that's one of my paradigms and it's it's quite something serious you know right i i structure my day i structure my life around doing what needs done when it needs doing and i highly i, I encourage my kids and, and the people around me to focus on that lesson you know what needed done at that time was to engage in some sort of recovery plan and get myself focused around that um and what needed done at that time was uh, I had to start going to the hospital on a pretty regular basis. I went, uh, you know, to the hospital, uh, the chemo uh, area for, you know, every three to four weeks for now a year. And then I also did scans and other stuff. And and like, I don't like any of that stuff. I don't like going to hospitals. I I mean, it sucks. Not the people, but the the experience. And, you know, to, to be good at knowing where do you go to get a CT scan or you know, oh, here, I know that lab guy and I know those, you know, uh, chemo infusion specialists. Uh, that's a weird thing. And again, the people, you know, you really have to love and thank and, and be appreciative that they're there doing what they can to help you. But being in a hospital is is uh, the worst. Uh, side note, insurance companies suck <laughs> harder than going to hospital experience. Uh, Aetna can die a million deaths. You know, after paying in for years, the minute I got sick, and started giving them bills, they quintupled my monthly rate. So my monthly rate was just under $2,000 a month previously because it just kept ratcheting up. Uh, um, I'm not going to get political, but the, the pundits who said uh, the medical bills would go down and you know your choices would go up and all these other nonsense things, it's only gone up. And now they quintupled it. So my 
the, the proposal from Aetna this year was $10,000 a month, which is not great. Uh, you know, that, that's a lot of money. And there's only a limited number of insurance companies I can switch to. So if this is to go on, I'm not going to have coverage forever, uh, at least with, not without going broke uh, every month. So, you know, in the absence of alternatives, you just have to suck that up and you just carry on. It, it doesn't matter. None of those details matter at the end of the day. So uh, why am I recording this today? So today earlier I posted um, basically that uh, my scans came in and I'm clear. Uh, my lung stuff is clear. My abdomen stuff is clear. And by the way, the abdomen stuff, within a month, uh, you know, a lump I could feel in my stomach was was gone. I couldn't feel it. But the, the scans at the time said, yeah, it's still there. But the, the entire time, the the tumors, I suppose, uh, were shrinking. I always, I always soften this stuff up. I call it the bad stuff or, you know, my, my annoyance and things like that. But this is all real serious stuff. But those all, all were shrinking, and they appear now to have shrunk to a level that is essentially non-existent. What appears to be remaining is only scar tissue. And so now I'm switching from treatment mode into what they call surveillance mode. And again, I'm recording this because after I posted, I started getting lots of well wishes and love, and I, and I, I love it all, by the way. It's great dopamine hits. Uh, I appreciate every single message and comment and and those things really, they do mean a lot to me. I, I appreciate every single one of them, and I read every single one. I, I can't respond to everyone. And uh, like my first announcement, I get now a bunch of unsolicited advice, like, hey, listen, if you just uh, eat three carrots and do uh, jumping jacks four times a day, uh, you'll never have a problem again, or you know, uh, all, all kinds of things. And again, more power to you. I appreciate all the suggestions, but let's just keep all the... Uh, the the commanding of my situation to me and so i i'm not cured but i'm clear right so that's good uh that's uh, preferred right <laughs> you know if if the question is are you clear or not clear you want to be clear and so i don't know what that means exactly um I, i've been dealing with this for for some period of time uh, close to a couple years if you kind of look back in in my history although i didn't know until around a year ago uh, before I made my announcement, of course, that it was it was serious. So my point is, I don't know if I got a year or two years or 10 years or a regular lifespan. But the fact is, I don't know, and also you don't know. None of us know kind of what we have in front of us. And my my takeaway, or at least my, my lesson with the do what needs done, what it needs doing is, you know, it, it's helpful to know you have a narrow scope of time because it helps us make decisions, right? It helps us think about what's really important. Who do we want to spend time with? Who, who do we not want to spend time with, right? That's equally important, perhaps more important. Uh, there's some things in life that just aren't worth it. And so, as I said a year ago, and I reaffirmed today, my objective is to live a life that's worth living, right? Not just survive, not just live. Uh, but live a life that's worth living. And I can tell you, you know, having been for the last year hanging out in, uh, you know, rooms, infusion suites, they call them, basically a bunch of cancer chemo people, uh, I'm the lucky one, right? I never really had symptoms. My worst side effects were itchy legs and my skin is changing color a little. I don't know how well you can see on the camera. On the audio, you probably can't see it very well, but like my, some of my freckles are going away. 
these are pretty acceptable side effects in the scheme of things. So, so the, the primary reason that I, I'm making this update is so that I can just share this one time and then anybody who has questions, I just kind of direct them there. Uh, also, I know a lot of people around me, especially over the last month or so, I, I've noticed it's, it's gone come from a five to a 10 in terms of inquiries and everybody feels a little awkward about it, right? The, especially the people closest to me. Uh, they're like, you know, well, how, how's things going, you know? And I'm, I, I would tell them what I knew at the time because uh, I don't want people worrying about me. There's no point to it. And, you know, my, my brothers were saying, you know, a few weeks ago, they're like, gosh, we were wondering when your hair's going to fall out. And I'm like, well, it's falling out naturally, but not due to the cancer. So uh, don't worry about that. And, uh, and, and that's, again, because of the kind of uh, chemo stuff I was on, it was called immunotherapy, and there's less side effects with that. In fact, that's why the, the survival rate has quadrupled. And so all of this is to say that, um, you know, the people closest to me and around me who, are, who care about me and, 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 and that, you know, goes from the closest family, like my kids and my parents and my brothers and sisters, you know, all the way out, you know, through the aunts and uncles and cousins and, and then into my friends and, and entrepreneur family and so on and so forth. I get lots of inquiries and, and many times they're, they're careful about it, right? And nobody wants, it's a, it's a weird topic. It's an awkward topic. And so this is kind of my, my first post a year ago. And this post now is kind of like, I'll just say everything I got to say, and then I don't talk about it anymore. Uh, so that's, that's part of the purpose is to give everybody a clear understanding of what the situation is. And, and here's the takeaway. I feel fine. Obviously I look amazing. Uh, and the, the, the takeaway is that you know, I'm lucky. That's the takeaway. Uh, I'm not a survivor. I'm not a fighter. I'm, I'm none of those things. I appreciate you guys putting tags out there and, and uh, uh, praising me and so forth. I'm just lucky. That's it. I'm just lucky. Uh, but I, I've always been lucky. And I'll, as far as I'm concerned, I'll continue to be lucky. Uh, I don't think that, that it comes down to much more of that than that. Uh, so it doesn't mean I don't appreciate people's thoughts, prayers, any of that stuff that you all have contributed. All of that is valuable to me. I'm just saying in my own words uh, what I think. So <laughs> uh, because I'm live, Oksana over in Prague, uh, Oxy, uh, she asked, how many books did you listen to while on those chemos? Uh, well, I listened to a bunch of podcasts and a couple books, yes. Uh, the, the truth is most of the time they were relatively fast process uh within two to four hours uh so there wasn't uh wasn't too much and you know i you can't really see today but you know i, I get blood drawn on one side and i get uh uh the infusion on the other side so i always come back and i got bandages and hospital bracelets and all that but i get i got plenty of time sometimes i've had business partners meet me there but once COVID hit then i was just kind of on my own i never I never stopped. In fact, today was probably optional. And from a from a legal basis, I'll say I figured one for the road was a good medical decision. Uh, from a uh, a secondary basis, I was uh, Etna can die a million deaths, and so this last uh, infusion was out of spite <laughs> uh, because my co coverage with them ends tomorrow. So I did as many medical things as I could uh, to stick it to the man. So uh, you know. 
again, I'm not going to get political on it, uh, but I can just say, you know, it doesn't matter if uh, pre-existing conditions being allowed is one thing, but the moment you start making claims, um, if you're on a relatively small group policy, then that can uh, blow up the whole group. So bottom line, long story, now somewhat long, I'm fine. Uh, I've always been fine. I've never had a single symptom of this uh, disease. I've never had any real ill effects. Uh, again, my, my legs get itchy sometimes. And so they gave me you know, something to, for the itchy legs. Right. And I know this may be stupid little details or maybe it sounds weird to you, but like in the scheme of things, when somebody gives you that news and you go, yeah, yeah, I had some itchy legs and weird color skin. That's nothing. Right. I am so lucky. And and the people around me in those suites are, are less lucky. So that's my point is, you know, look out for those who are around you. There's plenty of people uh, that who are around you, you may or may not know that are dealing with this. But I want you guys to know that doing what needs done when it needs doing that's the takeaway right whether it's your your friends your family your business obligations your you know financial decisions your own health uh you know are you what what are you doing to preserve your own health and well-being these are all rhetorical questions that i ask myself i certainly encourage others to ask as well uh so <laughs> so fate says that he's going to try to break me during this broadcast uh that is hilarious. Uh, and for those who can't see, he's on Twitch, uh, twitching me out. Uh, by the way, I'll be uh, playing games later with my family, as I do on Friday nights. And it's a great, uh, now becoming a tradition. We, we had it in the old days. We brought it back. And where we just go play Halo and, and games like that and shoot at each other. And often they are mean to me, everyone. <laughs> oh, gosh. They are mean to cancer kid. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but no. All of all of this lesson, all of this, you know, I don't know if it is, you know, if I have a day, a month, a year, a decade, or a hundred years or a millennia to, to carry on. But I know this, I want to make it the best I can. It doesn't mean every second of every day I'm in high productivity mode. There's sometimes I'm just literally tired and want to relax, right? It doesn't, none of it matters in the scheme of things, right? Did I do one more thing? Did I accomplish one more thing? Th those things you really have to, to take a look at. So like I said a year ago, I'm focusing on network effect businesses. Those are the things that are mean the most to me. The podcast, which uh, I've been doing, this is episode number 202, com slash 202. That's just to share. Most of it is not stupid stuff like this, but uh, it's usually things that I think are important for entrepreneurs. And I'll try to do a few more of those. Um, I, I obviously support other causes like Empowery and Parsimony and Product Savants and Simon Global and on and on and on. There, there's, a, there's a bunch of things that, that I'm involved in, but I'm continuing to prioritize and organize my life around making the life worth living, right? And that's, that's my takeaway. That's my lesson. And to appreciate, you know, every moment. So the other thing I'll say is uh, John Paul Jones. I'm going all John Paul Jones. I'm going to start tagging it everywhere. Give me liberty and give me death. Uh, I'm going to Mexico uh, as long as I get my passport. Uh, the, 
my passport after 10 years has expired and the US government has decided that COVID means a permanent vacation. So assuming I get my passport, I'll be in Mexico. Uh, after that, I'm going to go to Dubai because apparently Dubai is open for business and I'm going to just keep going and having fun and, and trying to just taste a little bit of freedom that I sorely miss. So uh, let me just leave uh, one more um, quotation with you because I, I think this is this helped me and maybe it'll help you uh, too. So Steve Jobs, uh, he talks about, hey, remembering that I'll be dead soon. It's the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remember that you are going to die. Remembering that you're going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There's no reason to follow your, there's no reason not to follow your heart. That's uh, from Steve Jobs. So, you know, he was, he was very aware of his mortality and he shared his message uh, in multiple times in multiple ways. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all that, that's all that can be uh, gained from this sort of experience is clarity. And, and it's, I, I say all like it's some sort of compromise. It's, it's extraordinarily valuable. Everybody will face, uh, you know, something at some time, at least death, right? Uh, you don't know when it's coming and, and, you know, I hope everybody lives a long, healthy, happy life, but it, it's common for everybody. So at least let's make our life worth living. Let's make it worthwhile. And I hope, and I, I think everybody, I see Justin, Melissa and Chuck and uh, Oxy and some, uh, oh, Denise, my cousin, and some others who just show us Facebook user, all wishing me well. Thank you, one and all, on the live stream here. And thanks for the, the countless messages and comments on the, the prior posts. <laughs> if, for people who actually know me, I hate talking about myself. It's my least favorite topic. Not that I'm not an awesomer. I am. But I don't like talking about myself. So this is why I do it as a system. It's like I'm going to talk once, and then I'm not going to talk about it no more. And for the last year, uh, that's that's been exactly the way it was. So uh, the good news for all you awesomers out there listening, and, and I'm I'm happy to say that you know we have a, a pretty nice international audience that follow along for entrepreneurial you know bits of wisdom and and maybe a couple jokes here and there. Uh, this will be the last time you have to hear about this, unless there's some drastic uh, change that I feel like uh, deserves uh, disclosure. You know, mostly, mostly I try to be upfront and transparent with my my partners, my family, my friends, and 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 people. Uh, you know that that my uh, I don't know my energy impacts. So. Uh, anyway, thanks one and all. I really appreciate uh, all, all the well wishes and comments and. You know, keep the advice to yourself, uh, for God's sake. Uh, I, I literally have had, you know, all kinds of, uh, everybody can cure it, apparently. And I appreciate everybody's vibe and energy and, and wish to help me. But when you're faced with this sort of thing, at least for me, I'm the commander. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's that's part of my entrepreneurial DNA, right? I do what I want. I don't listen to nobody. I When I want, where I want with whom I want, that's what I do. And that's why I could never work for anyone. <laughs> and that's probably why a lot of entrepreneurs are just like me. We're unemployable. 
Yeah, that's right, everybody. So anyway, thanks, everybody. Uh, this is the end of this broadcast. Please, if you have questions, go back to the beginning and play it again, and uh, then that'll answer all your questions. Thanks again, everybody. I appreciate you and love you, and, and uh, I, I do want you to know that, that all the well wishes are much appreciated, and uh, thanks again. And uh, Fate, I will destroy you later online. Same with you, Melissa, and whoever else is on there. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.